Beardy beard beard. <laughs> the Sunday Skypers. Burning beards. I believe I need some beliefs that are actionable, as uh, Wilhelm would say. I think you have uh, one that I would consider very appropriate for today. I have a question, though. Yes, okay. I have a clan house ring that I am absolutely gluttonously uh, fixated on as well. Yes. So does that become a belief, or is that just a terrible, nasty greed? (laughs) I think we added that as a tail end statement to your oath to your grandpappy, right? Just wanted to make sure if that was the proper place for it because, well, it's been a while. Yes, yes, it's it's perfectly okay. Uh, it should be there. Soon as you actually get it, persona points. Yay, profit. Believes. You have one about making sure the party... Yes, yes, yes. I think that's appropriate for today. We can work on that. I, I don't see anything else that you immediately need to change, but uh, you are free to, of course, at any point, as are the rest of you. Dirk, you have an element about rallying the dwarves to action against the goblin leader. This is cool and fine, but I would prefer maybe something uh, uh, more endgame instead of an intermediate goal, because I'm thinking that is going to be an element of today, but not necessarily the finish line. If you're satisfied with, with it, uh, it can stay. But then I would suggest we do something, we add something to the Flint and Old Kill oaths that he's sworn. Mm. For instance, now if you're going to go through with this operation or scheme or strategy battle thing, a, an appropriate element for both of those oaths would be to keep them hale and alive. Or, you know, you could be a princely bastard and say, hey, Flint, um, how about you stay with the women? <laughs> I'm not that nice. <laughs> but 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 I like staying with the women. <laughs> Are we out just heading out to go pick some mushrooms? Yes. And as much as I'd love to dwell on that in you know for, for a long, long time and, and enjoy the abuse of your poor apprentices, I'd like to get some action going and get Fandral into action today. And mm-hmm. so I think we're going to, to cover those elements in brief and then get to the actual... Basically, it's just a quick quickie roll for me and see if I succeed or, succeed or not. Basically. More or less, yes. 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 We'll get to it. I, I'm um, sure the mushrooms will not <coughs> offer much resistance. <laughs> <laughs> for for Ulfkel, maybe amending or changing the belief about beer would be appropriate. Maybe uh, a, a belief about helping uh, the prince in his battle plan, or maybe a belief about, uh, you know, uh, I will lend my hammer to Sergeant Scully and crush the Goblin Menace or something like that. I was a foot soldier, so yeah. Something to do with the, the, the engagement to come, so, so, so yeah. to speak. Uh, okay. the uh, Goblins. Yeah, there's there's, there's a, a couple of options there. Oh, actually, that would be more appropriate for, you know, make sure that we properly poison the, the goblins. Or no, that's, again, that's because that I can't do because we're going to be handing it off to, to, uh, the goblin with no name and let him do the poisoning. It's weasel. It's not, oh, like, yeah, weasel, not least, but, but it, it may be a little problematic. And like I said about yeah. rallying the dwarves, it, it's a little intermediate. Well, we are going to be fighting. We're probably going to need every, every able-bodied goblin. Oh. 
I will lead my apprentices into glory into, into in, in battle. <laughs> <laughs> Great. He's going to form his own little uh, adventuring group, the Beer Bashers. <laughs> There you go. I will. I will lead my apprentices into battle. I love and that. I'm sure your apprentices love that too. <laughs> into they didn't glory. tell us brewing beer was such a dangerous occupation. Into battle and glory against the goblins. <laughs> and when I say my apprentices, all my apprentices, including one who who probably won't want to go. <laughs> Gomer, Gomer. <laughs> yes. Gomer. <laughs> oh, gee, Sarge. Holy, Sergeant Flint. Why did I go do that? <laughs> he actually had a dwarf that talked like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I would assign him to some interesting detail, like rear guard. Says, I want you to guard our return to a moral. <laughs> <laughs> Are we being prejudiced against regolith dwarves now? <laughs> uh, are you st- are you sticking with the uh, rally dwarves belief, uh, Dirk? Do you want to reauthor something now or? It's fine now. It, I think it covers a lot of stuff. So sure. All right, then let's go to the game. Well, securing advantages first and foremost, but. Uh, I think the, the very first element is going to be Flint, uh, returning to camp with Bruna and approaching the sub-encampment of the Underfell Company for the supposed grand expedition to the Lost Archive. So yes, you're, 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 uh, threading your way through the various dwarves who are making ready for whatever their duties, since you haven't spilled the beans yet, and you approach the encampment and you find it empty. Hell. And as you do, you notice these two men who sometimes scout with you, uh, out of Roar's veterans, sort of coming out of the eastern tunnels at a huff. You know, they're clearly heading for Roar's spot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Says, if you've got something to say, I need to hear it too. Well, cast off now, uh, uh, Flint. Uh, we're, we have to report, um. Well, the- then I'll turn, uh, walk with them in the general direction of Roar. I say, start talking! <laughs> you, you'll get a, a backup from Bruno as well with the, with those um, uh, irresistibly uh, shaming glances that she does. It's weaponized that. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all? So uh, as, as you draw up to Roar, they they go, oh, well, they, you know the underfront company. They 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 all decamped and they went into the tunnels and and we we tracked them all the way to this uh, this disused uh, sort of uh, a dwarf made tunnel carved. Uh, long, long ages ago, right? And, and then they just vanished, all of them. I mean, they were drunk and they were spilling stuff all over, but then they just, poof! This is not good. I don't know if the dwarves have invented the face palm, but... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's called the axe palm. <laughs> <laughs> you whack your face with your axe. Poof. Like, <laughs> you turn a corner and, poof! Gone! Okay, uh, Bruna... Come with me. We need to scout this out. Roar, let the prince know that something stupid has gone down and that we're out to investigate it. Can you do that for me, please? And I, I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here like, you know, rubbing my temples. Uh, just, if, you, if you get all the way there, uh, they give report, you know, uh, before him and you, then uh, certainly, yes, that's the first thing he's going to do. 
Ah, can't you trust them as far as you can throw them? Yeah, how do you think I feel? I feel I, I just sold the entire deal to you, and and now they just leave me here. Says Bruno. Well, they're impulsive and drunk and stupid and a little smelly and rootless, adventuring bastards. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, do we want to involve them, the prince, in this or not? Well, uh, I already said. Well, okay, unless you changed your mind there. Roar is still standing there, sort of, well, should I, or... Well... As important, what if they come at our flank or something? What if they draw the western goblins down on us? Eastern, I mean. I think we need to scout it out at least and give some meaningful uh, intelligence before we get the prince too involved in this. All right. And I, and, and I say that half because I believe Bruno wanted me not to talk to the prince about it. <laughs> I'll pretend at least to be caring and compassionate and not trying to add more crap to the princess's plate. Oh. <laughs> I'll let Roar do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you head off into the tunnels then with, with Bruno. Yeah. Yes, to scout. Good, All right. Good scouting training opportunity. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the eastern tunnels... Ofkel and his his brave apprentices uh, are hunting mushrooms, right? With the um, apothecary dwarf, who yeah. you named, I think, Stone Bones. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Stone Bones. Yeah. They, you know, they're dark and silent uh, and smelly and and humid, but uh, there's quite a bit of mushroom here and there. So, what I'm gonna want here for you to get what you need, the amount or the potency of mushroom, is an obstacle to foraging test. And of course, uh, foraging for a skill, so a uh, new skill, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's actually foraging four. Well, it still counts four. as two. I mean, um, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be a test for opening it. What's foraging based on? Uh, I believe it's perception. Uh, that's actually one of my better better traits. So okay, I'll, I'll have a have a six in that. I can't. Uh, I can spend. I can spend Artha. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, absolutely. You can spend our time. I would maybe save uh, a persona or two for later. I might just spend one persona just so that I can it's seven dice instead of six. Uh, I don't know. Seven sounds luckier. <laughs> <laughs> so I get at least four successes. One, Knocked two, it out of the four. Ha ha. All right. <laughs> so this is a, this. If you can't, don't pick these. These will kill you. <laughs> These won't kill you, right? <laughs> right, stone, stone, stone bones. <laughs> right, right, right. right. I, I don't to- take the ones with the the spotty stems. They're 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 laxative. Eustace, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a problem with his with his nethers, nether regions. Oh, thank you, master. <laughs> so much hard bread these days. Don't eat it now. You'll be leaving a trail behind us as we go along. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Our stealthy mission was portrayed by dwarven flatulence. <laughs> and a trail of crumbs. <laughs> uh, some sort of trail, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you do in fact gather the required amount that Stonebone uh, needs, and he's he's very pleased with you. And your apprentices are are a little harried, but you know they at least have a, that sense of accomplishment that uh, they learned something. And, and I did put a request also we can find we also can find mushrooms that we can also use in our very regular just regular you know mushrooms that would be more flavor than intoxicant. 
Right. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you pick some out and consult yeah. the apothecary, and certainly you can, you can pick a little bit of that as well if you, if you want to. I wonder if I, if I can, if I can convince the GM, let me get, get another try at instruction at this point. Uh, no. No. <laughs> oh well. We're just gonna. Well, at least you tried. Yeah. yeah. Work it into the narrative for now. All right. So yeah, we come back bearing baskets full of uh, me, me. Okay. I'm carrying the baskets of stuff we could use in the beer. The Prince is carrying stuff we're going to use in the Goblin beer. Yes. That way it won't get mixed up. That's important. <laughs> of course, they're they're all they all have to leave it with Stonebone so we can make a, an appropriate yeah. salve or unguent or uh, no, no, elixir or something. Please, yes. Distillation. Good. A powder or some sort, probably. You're like, yes, we can- that's a good one. Yes, dry and powder. All right. Yay, team. Yay, team. <laughs> <laughs> As you approach, or rather uh, leave your mushrooms there and, and uh, go off to your other duties, well, Fandral, uh, you, you're, you're uh, maybe consulting a little with, with Roar about uh, the possibilities of, of various alternative entries into the, the cavern. And, uh, you know, what to do if, if things go horribly awry and so, so forth. We'll have to have lots of contingency plans. This is going to be days before we do this. We can set up some areas where we can set up some traps and some rock falls. So if they're chasing us, you know, we can go through there and cut off any pursuit. Oh, yes, yes, ingenious. We'll, we'll, we'll get the dwarves uh, going on that right away. Uh, stealthy-wise. Otherwise, uh, you know, uh, they could... Um Sneak us out or something. Or hear us. So you're in the middle of that when uh, you hear the unmistakable echo of regolith ponies from um, Marl's side. Actually, you don't. This is terrible. <laughs> you don't at all since, uh, you know, uh, the, the runners won't be back for a while. Uh, so You get a letter saying they're on their way. <laughs> Blast. You know what, uh, Flint? Give us a tunnel-wise ro- a test, why don't you, to um, scout and, and inspect the eastern tunnels and see if you can find some sort of trace of these um, feckless adventuring dwarves. Right. Uh, then we're going, to, we're, we're going to turn the clock forward a bit. Hey, that's one of those skills that I recently uh, vamped up. <laughs> Is there any particular obstacle that I need to be aware of? Actually, no. Let's make it a graduated test. See what you learn. Okay, well, I got a success, so, uh, so they went that way. <laughs> <laughs> so you reach all this old dwarf-made tunnel, which is uh, in the middle of a natural tunnel, but then sort of bolstered with dwarfy masonry. And, you know, it's carbon and so forth, and it's clearly very old. Yes, I mean, you, you notice pools of, of cheap ale and um, the odd piece of change on the the tunnel floor and uh, it sort of just stops in the middle in the middle of the tunnel you can't really pick out any reason for it you know there doesn't appear to be any any hidden pitfalls or um traps or anything like that about though it's difficult to say if there could be apertures hidden apertures since the entire style of the tunnel is is carved i don't want to say scored but there there's quite a few cracks and Intended spaces between various story stonework. There could be doors. They, 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 maybe there aren't any doors though, and um, so forth. Well, I'll be on one side of the tunnel with a with a, a lantern, Bruno on the other, and I want to get as far up on the walls and away from the floor as possible. And I'm looking at her wall, and she's looking at my wall to see if there's something that 
can't be seen close up, but it has to be seen from a, a further angle. We're just trying to uh, cover each other, so to speak. Okay. You don't see anything in particular, no no obvious or even uh, less than immediately obvious things, anything you might be able to use. Well, uh, the next thing I want to use is my nose. <laughs> <laughs> what does it smell like? You know, is there, is there any unusual odors besides that of uh, stale beer? <laughs> well, you know, um, stale cave wind, air, I mean, mm. and yeah. maybe a residual goblin perspiration, stone. Mm. See, that's the thing, yeah. Dwarves, dwarves would actually pick up on the aroma of stone. Yes. They're very uh, in tune with the earth that way. Well, we'll proceed very cautiously, you know, keeping you know, an ear out for little clicks and clacks of hidden pressure switches and the like. All uh, right. To uh, wrap this up a little, uh, since I'm horrible today, you may you make a careful, in-depth sweep of, of the place, but you don't come up with anything. Uh, it's a complete mystery. The oh. end of the tunnel opens up toward, uh, you know, the deeper eastern uh, natural tunnels where you suspect the other goblins are. But that's it. You know, there are no signs of, of, of an engagement or battle or, or uh, a kidnapping or anything. Um, okay, just- one last thing. I'll, I'll pull out some rope and I'll tie one end to my belt and I'll throw it across the uh, tunnel with it to Bruna and have her secure in case there's actually just a swift pitfall or something like that. Mm. Hopefully we both won't get w- one can save the other if that happens. Yes. All right. And see. <laughs> That'll work. I'm so reminded, I'm so reminded of some grim tooth traps that they are designed to deal with that. But anyway. <laughs> oh, hush. <laughs> no, no feeding the GM instant death trap. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Uh, I have a, a completely different agenda today. So, hey! uh, <laughs> <laughs> a while later, earlier than expected, the uh, delivery of of long great spears arrive, uh, and they don't arrive alone. They do arrive with the uh, clatter of regolith pony hoofs echoing down the um, down the tunnels. And coming amidst you all is a tiny little retinue, for lack of a better term, with uh, roars runners carrying spears. And at the van is Freya, aloft on a pony with, you know, a, a resplendent dress and furs and so forth. Totally not arrayed for battle. Oh, this can't be good. <laughs> So she swings down and, you know, the, all the dwarves who have been living in the tunnels for a little while and suffered the poisoning of their, their prince and, and, uh, thimblefuls of ale only since you're on rationing and so on and so forth. You know, they just stare at her with, you know, at the wealth of her with, um, dwarfy, greedy stuff, right? <laughs> if any of you remember that, you know, that little scene in, in Rome where Atia visits, uh, Mark Antony in his, in his shitty little camp in the Alps? Uh, it's something like that. <laughs> so I'm old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> oh, 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 you mean from the film. <laughs> A film, series, whatever. Anyway, so she draws up to, uh, the prince and you, uh, she embraces you in that sort of dignified, pre, uh, well, princessly fashion where you're, you're only just grasping forearms. You know, she speaks the requisite etiquette phrases, uh, you know, very lofty and, and uh, appropriate stuff. And then inclines her head to, you know, go somewhere a little more private. Okay. 
Good. Yeah, but it's someplace private. <laughs> <laughs> Retire to uh, the wagon or whatever. <laughs> if the wagon be rocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you climb into into it and draw the you know curtain or whatever, and she sits down with you and and she says, "So, husband to be, I have heard of troubles. Roar's runners were very forthcoming with um, information, and uh, oh, I heard you suffered uh, something of a poisoning. Are you well? How well am I by now? Well, you're still." Hurting, you're hurt, but you haven't actually lost any puisms or whatever. You know, you're not the worst, any worse for wear except hurt. I've overcome the worst of it. Ah, this is good to hear and auspicious. I saw things. I know you may not approve of it, but I have been casting the runes and seen some interesting things. And I thought I would, well, uh, lend my aid in an engagement to come. You have an engagement to come? Yes? Wow. She's clearly fishing. She has no idea what you're doing. But uh... <laughs> Except for the bundle of boar spears. <laughs> <laughs> We're always expecting trouble, and there may be some in the near future that will uh, require the appropriate use of violence. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's what I love about you, uh, Fadril. You, you, you have the gift of um, lofty speech, yes. Well... Would you be averse to my casting the runes to see what fate has decreed for this violence? Well, I've found usually that they don't give you enough information to be useful and just tend to make people more paranoid and more prone to do stupid things. This is so correct, Dirk. And uh, (laughs) just because uh, I want to give you the option to realize what this is mechanically, right? If you allow this and uh, she succeeds in reading, uh, you know, your fate and makes a pr- prognostication, then you have the option to uh, make that part of, of a belief. And if you do and play on it or against it, you will earn Arthur. And if you succeed in, in you know, fulfilling that fate, you will get a deeds point instead of a persona point. Mm. So it's a little, you know, do I or don't die? Die gloriously in battle. No, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can't be that specific. No, ne- it never are. <laughs> and when they are, you know someone's paying for it. Yeah, we might as well do it just as part of the system to see how it works. Sure, okay. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> Nothing at all about placating the girlfriend. Yes, that's what it is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> No, so betrothed. maybe you're, you're, you're uh, uh, you know, you work, the, you start skeptic, but then, yeah. <laughs> I think it, it would be more just to uh, placate her. All right. Fantastic. Oh, no, dear. I, I know you have uh, great skill in this. <laughs> I would be pleased if you would help us in any way you can. <laughs> Uh, well, in that case, she beams and she gives you a kiss and she digs out this leather bag, rattling leather bag with, with uh, the, the stones with all the runes on. And she um, uncoils the rawhide thong and, and uh, spreads the bag over the wagon floor and, and she takes all the runes uh, into her hands and she drops them onto the skin. And let's see. I think, first of all, uh, you lack... To reputations, right? Uh, I think they didn't carry over when we moved the characters. Uh, and that is a one die heroic reputation and a two die the hope of moral. 
right? Yes. Okay. So in that case, uh, her obstacle would be, let's see, circles, your circle is four, and the height is two, and uh, it would be an obstacle three, which is good, maybe. Okay, let's see. Yes. Oh, look at that. Since it is a dwar- cheaty dwarven skill, uh, she gets to roll that again, the remaining the six there. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> It's not good for you, lad. Well, uh, she looks them over and gets this sort of look of, of, of concern, but also maybe hope. And she says, hmm, well, the runes say that you will be victorious. Victorious at a great cost, either immediate or in the near future. Now, because she failed, this isn't something that you can act on, alas. So you don't have to amend any beliefs or anything like that. But this is what the runes say, according to her. Well, uh, we will do our best to minimize that cost. Thank you for the warning. Well, it's not a warning, love. It is It is fate. It will happen. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing great comes without some cost. Oh, this is very true. Very true. All right. <laughs> Let's not let the men hear that you're w- wagering their hides. <laughs> I, I don't think they're, you know, another dwarf, maybe, but Thandral, he doesn't actually have any of the dwarfy blar- blaring skills opened, so I, I don't really envision him as being a very loud dwarf. I don't know. Is that correct, Dirk? He's only loud when it suits him. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, this or would when be really mad. Yes, I mean this would be more a clandestine little, you know. This is what the runes say. La 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 la. Yeah. yeah. Annoyingly, no deed hanging seductively over your head, but whatever. <laughs> there are other ways to earn deeds points, and so uh, let's see. We end that. She stays in camp, and you do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Oh, there we have. We have a second general now in the camp. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, now you have all the mushroom and mushrooms, and having dried them and, and made them into a powder, uh, Stone Moses is ready to hand them over to whomever you choose. But there is the issue of bringing the news to the dwarves and giving them the uh, courage and inspiration needed to go through with your stratagem. So this might be the same day. I, I'll, I'm going to say maybe the next day. So you have some time to, you know, finish the various traps and exit routes if if things should go terribly awry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just throw a monkey wrench at you because, hell, I want to. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> How many of the dwarves in our company also know that the princess is a uh, skilled oracle with runes and would seek her advice? Well, it's whispered. Anyone with even a little bit of rumor-wise might have heard something. Or, and she does carry that clattering bag of runes. Yes, she does. <laughs> or has, has worked in tap handles at various bars. I can see Ufkel showing up with some of his, some of his best stores, you know, the stuff he hasn't actually shared with anyone else, for an audience to find out if will he succeed in reopening the breweries. Oh, so now all of you want to go see the seer. <laughs> no, some they of us make our own luck. <laughs> well, 
it's totally cool, uh, and I'm fine with you doing that while she's in camp. Just consider that uh, dwarves overall think it a bit blasphemous. Uh, it's a dangerous thing, right? To to to. Uh, it's a bit like in the revealing of your fate, you're sort of bringing the worst of them upon you instead of necessarily the best. It's not blasphemous yeah. so, mu- so much as dangerous, right? It's like, oh, yeah. you're casting the runes? Are you serious? You're toying with powers, with, with you know, the cosmic everything. I mean, you know, what do, what's in store? If I don't know what's in store, you know, how can I plan appropriately if I don't know what's in store? I think that's appropriate, and it, it sounds like a fun <laughs> thing. So uh, definitely, if Ulfkill wants to see her, if, if Flint is also... <laughs> Interested? Oh, hell no! (laughs) (laughs) Flint is all about making his own luck in the world. All right. Yes. He's not going to trust a pair of moldy old runes. (laughs) First thing, with with most oracles, they are always they are always vague. Well, absolutely. Hopefully. I mean, it's it's not much different uh, than a tarot card reading. It says hardcore as a horoscope. Yeah. (laughs) But then again, you you get the one that says a great kingdom will fall, not realizing it's yours. Or it's or like that's the you know, kind of a no brainer. So either it's going to be the goblins or it's going to be ours, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Well, let's let's have this be uh, on sometime before the the uh, final preparation when when Fandral addresses the uh, you know the dwarves, gives them the spears, and goes, "Yeah, um, you're fighting trolls." <laughs> Maybe. Not really. It's just it's just a precaution. <laughs> okay, so Old Kel, uh, uh, it is maybe the fifth pint. <laughs> things things are calming down at the camp. Uh, yeah, Br- Bruna's off in her little corner in adjacent to Fandral with her little, uh, you know, with her handmaidens. Her retinue. And that's when I approach. You know, I, I've got a uh, alone I or. Uh, no, yeah, by myself, but I do, I am carrying a, I, I went and dug out the, the, the good mug. <laughs> and it's full of that, there, I was able to find some nog. So it's actually, uh, I'm actually offering her the good stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, in the, as a request for a, a reading. Uh, I have the abilities to look into the future. And I wish to know if my quest to reopen the breweries, uh, will it come to fruition or come to, you know, disaster? Ah, you understand that the fates are not for sale, though, so I will take your nog as um, a sign of respect, merely. Oh, of course. Um, of course. A gift to the, fi- to the fine lady. <laughs> <laughs> a tribute, yes, yes, a tribute. To, cl- to clear the parched throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, she goes, um... You wish to um, understand something about your future? I, my 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 goal is to reopen the 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 breweries of Scoria Deep. My apprentices are they're okay, but you know this is fraught with disaster in mind. You know it could be. Uh, I, I have no idea how it's going to go. So I uh, I wish to know at least a peek at what 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 may befall us when we get to Scoria Deep. I'm yeah. not saying yet. I'm saying when. Then, if you dare. Mm-hmm. Sit down, and I will cast the runes. I sit down, I pull up my mug of, of nog, and oh. take a sip. <laughs> fortifying. <laughs> take a deeper sip. <laughs> a quaff. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, I could see him wiping his mouth and beard with the back of his hand, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
idea. Okay, let's see. Uh, I got 19 showing. I know I'm gonna get 21. <laughs> <laughs> but the dealer has an 11. Um, let's see. You have a bunch of 1D reputations. You have a. What are your circles? Where are your circles? I want to have your circles. My circles is B3. In that case, it's going to be an obstacle five. Okay. Oh. If you want the possibility of this actually being um, an appropriate prognostication, yeah, yeah. Um, you better hope for sixes. Okay, and I can't add anything to that, can I? Well, nah. Nah, this is a magic orphan thing. Uh, it's and, you know, magic. Being, being merry drunk is not going to change fate. I like um, make it a, a palatable. <laughs> <laughs> See, she casts the runes direly. Ooh. I won't again, you a question again. I had to come up with a specific question. Well, uh, you wondered about uh, the fate of, of reopening the breweries, right? Yes. So she considers them uh, longer than maybe you think is appropriate or, or, or you know, uh, good for your poor heart. And she looks up and she says, Your road is fraught with many dangers, some internal. Thinks of Gomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still use these and and make a make yeah. a persona type believe. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I thank you, my lady. It's something to think on and yeah. to drink on. <laughs> well, I'd have to ease up on that paddle of discipline. No, <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Must beat him into the ground. Curtain. So, uh, I think before we get to, uh, actually arousing the dwarves, we should have a little scene with a bastard weasel where you hand over the, uh, various powders, right? Yeah, uh, let's say you, you, uh, meet with Stowbones first and he hands over the vessels. And he gives us the dosage recommendations. How much, how much per, how much per barrel, I hope. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yeah, I can see how it goes. Ah, seven drams. Good, good. What's a dram? <laughs> <laughs> you got a cup. Pull out a little cup. How many of these cups? Three of them. Okay, three per barrel. Okay. No, no. Uh, you no. know, he gives you the, the a vessel for measurement. That is like one of these per barrel, blah, blah, blah. It is really simple to understand. You know, you'd have to be some kind of moron or goblin to get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. one per, uh, barrel was good. Two must be better. <laughs> <laughs> Three must be even more better. <laughs> okay, so you get the vessels with the, with the powder, and, and uh, I suppose do you all three trek out to meet the uh, goblin again, or? Uh, all right. Well, I think Flint. Yeah, I think have to. So, yeah. Wilson Flint's not there. Okay, because he's with Bruna in the tunnel. Well, that was days ago. Oh, well, what did we find? If- uh, like I said, nada. It's a, it's a complete mystery. You may be pondering it. You may be consulting other scouts if you, if you want. Well, at some, yeah, cause at some point, someone's gonna say, hey, where did those guys go? Yeah. All the, of them. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the, the, the camp is, is awash with, you know, little rumors like that, like, uh, you know, where did they go and, well, because because you mentioned that it was a graduated test on tunnel wise. Yes. Over the next couple of days, we will continue to scout and add to that tunnel wise. But you know that that can be can be a different scene. But we're not going to give up on them because we're 
kind of dependent upon those little ones. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say you're not going to get anywhere today. Well, that's not a, <laughs> not a surprise, but, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with you know, in fiction going. We're totally researching this. We're, we're checking with the scouts. We're uh, sending out other scouts in in the vicinity to just see uh, if there's any other you know way around the way they could have taken or if they went through or whatever. Yeah, and and just along the lines. Listen for tapping or digging. Maybe they're trapped somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Though, frankly, most of the dwarves in your company are glad that they're gone. I mean, it's, it's an <laughs> ominous thing, but having dwarves without any, let's say, standards hanging around, eh, eh, they consider that bad luck overall. So... um they're not that sad. They're just, you know, uh, let's hope they don't do something dumb and come running back, and then we're and in deep again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, if you want to be busy with that, that's that's totally cool. So in that case, we have Pandrel and Ulkel and whomever yep. you might bring uh, in secret to this spot where you where you found the uh, fresh water. Does Fandro want to bring along uh, at least a, a, a couple of his uh, bodyguards or? Uh, same ones, maybe, from last time? Yeah, Flint's not there. We'll have to have somebody. Okay. No, I think I'll leave, the, leave all my princes back. I'll tell Rory, you know, he's in charge until I get back. <laughs> <laughs> he's more than happy to do that, since, you know, you promised him um, uh, part ownership and all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you uh, you uh, trick into the western tunnels, and you uh, reach the uh, agreed-upon meeting spot where... Well, the bastard weasel, quote unquote, is lolling and waiting for you. And, uh, you know, when he hears you, sees you, he, uh, gets up from his little crouch and, and, uh, leers goblinesquely. I'm not sure that's a word, but now it is. And our GM now ruins his throat again. There I am. There you are. Ah, yes. And, and dwarfies bring stuff. Yes. I. We're getting ready on the details of this. Perhaps you can sketch out on the ground where Grack is going to be and where you expect the trolls to be and such. Ah, yes. And, you know, he does that. He, he crouches on his haunches and, and scratches in the dirt with his unsavaged hand uh, by the nails, right? The claw nails mm-hmm. uh, in the floor. You know, ah, entrance here and, and dwarfies take guard here and over here, troll pen and grok farthest away of, of in, in under troll skin draping. Yes, tent in crevice. So dwarfies take, uh, guard kill troll handler and, uh, we sneak upon grok and Overtake his, uh, 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 what is dwarfy word? A pavilion. Yes. Troll pavilion. Troll skin pavilion. No trolls inside pavilion. Okay. And we kill Grok. Yes, we kill Grok. <laughs> Death to Grok. Right. Yes. Where is, um, where is, um, ring dwarf? Ah, uh, he had other duties at the moment. Ah, well, tell him he help. He help. Goblin, goblin, give ring as agreed. I'm sure that he will remember that. <laughs> good, good. So I take these um poison and do what with? Ufkel. Pour up end in barrel. Ufkel, explain it to him. 
Quit being mute. Do we have an old scale? <laughs> is old scale muted? Is this nozzle deep in the keg? Yes, Ulfkel's muted, yes. <laughs> hey, would this be an instruction roll? Hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yes, another chance for something to go horribly wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know me too well. Um, it's not going to be terribly difficult. I mean, uh, he he's clever it's for every reason. And it's very straightforward. I mean, you'd have to become a complete git not to figure out. It's one, you know, one cup per barrel. I mean, to impart <laughs> it in a way that he understands is going to be an ob two. So it's a four. Oh, right. You don't, uh, you, yes, yes, then it's an ob four. But it's a, it's still learning. Still learning. <laughs> scale, right? I think it's, yeah, it, it, yeah it's, a, it's a learning skill. I'm still learning it, so. I'm just curious if it's a will slash perception or if it's plain will. Because then you could use perception if you feel like you're low on dice. Instruction. Yeah, just plain will. But you have persona. So yep. if you still feel like you're low and you need four successes to impart this properly. Five, I have five. Uh, I'm not sure he, must, he does it right. I'm, I hate to say that. I may actually... Yeah, I'm going to burn two persona on that. You have one persona left, right? Yeah, I have one persona left. Cool. So that gives me... Seven dice, again, lucky seven. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ooh. see? Is it, is it worth me to burn a fate at that point, or? Well, you, you have six successes, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> burn a fate, and his brain explodes with understanding. <laughs> Even a goblin could understand this. <laughs> It's a bit of an epiphany for Fruvkel because he he realizes he has to talk. I'm not talking down to him because talking down to him would probably get a knife in my throat. <laughs> but I explain very carefully how he's supposed to do it. <laughs> oh, not a band. Each symbol. Now, per barrel hour. It'll take forever. Yes. This should be enough. You know, if you've got uh, a little bit left over and it's the barrel for, you know, uh, Gosh. You can say a little bit extra Grox Barrel. <laughs> ah, we save for Grox Barrel. No, not save. No, no, no. Bad idea. Bad, bad idea. Uh, by the by, that's. I think I've been really crappy with saying what kind of tests these have been. So I hope you've been paying attention yourselves. Yeah, that was a two, <laughs> and I have a five. That's a routine. So yeah. Okay. Uh, for Todd, that was a routine tunnel wise test. So so we don't forget that. And du- duly annotated. Okay. Yeah, well, he seems a little annoyed, but, but, uh, there's a definite, you know, light bulb or mm-hmm. torch hovering over his head. <laughs> a firefly in a jar, mason jar. <laughs> but sufficient so, he actually knows, he knows what he's supposed to do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this element will not go awry unless something else happens. So. That's a bastard. <laughs> well, you can pretty much count on that. Um, but yeah, uh, no, he's, he's definitely, uh, instructed and, and uh, feels confident, uh, that, you know, uh, he, he knows what he needs to do and how to do it. He does something extremely un-goblin-esque, which is he pats you on the head and says, Goblin, thanks, dwarf. Dwarf, very smart. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> And you're very smart for the goblin. Ah, yes, yes. And I reach out and pat him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you reach up? <laughs> reach up, whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, it might hey, be better I'm just for- to tap him on the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be tempted to tap with something else. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Too friendly for me. <laughs> now, Goblin, go back and ensure final preparations with daughter and son to take over trolls after Dwarfy's kill troll, and we are good. You, um, well, I give sign when done. Yes? What is the sign? Oh, I will come to you, and we will, we will take the cavern together. All right, we will prepare. <laughs> and without ceremony, he he spins around uh, and loops into the darkness, and that's where we end the scene. Unless you have something final to say, uh, I just got something snarky to say. It would have been funny. And I will give you a sign. I will take my hat, turn it inside out, and rotate it in a counterclockwise manner. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing he's Remember, not there. Counterclockwise. <laughs> Or I'll show all my fingers. Oh, wait. Some of them bit off. Oh, well. <laughs> wait a second. The remaining fingers. <laughs> Pulls out some bones. There. Now I can show all the fingers. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, um, Mission accomplished. Yay. Unless there is something you absolutely, absolutely want to accomplish between now and getting the sign and getting the dwarves ready and getting this on. That's what I'm going to go now. We've sent Freya back by now, right? If you are adamant about not having her in camp while you are off, then she will relent and leave. But if you don't say that, she'll stay oh, and uh, offer support, quote-unquote. Yeah, I think it's better if she's not around. Very well. Then then uh, she will uh, heed your advice and take her handmaidens and uh, pony on back to Marl, where she is needed. So, yeah. Her handmaidens, are are they of the truly and fanciful type, or are they of the heavily armed type? Yeah, there's the one that's sort of broad and gruff and uh, bitter, and one who's, you know, younger and more of a slip of a girl. By it, dwarfish standards. Yeah, it's it's sort of a combination. One is more uh, an aid handmaiden type, the other is kind of handmaiden slash bodyguard. So does she have to shave? I'm sure she does. <laughs> All over. Hi. <laughs> That's a, just remember, you got ponies. Run. <laughs> Says you don't have to make a stand if if you run into any eastern goblins. Uh, no, no, of course not. They are good. I mean, in fact, if 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 you send them away early, like a day in advance, then you could send a, a little escort with her. Yeah. If you feel like it. A couple of scou- uh, scouts, you know, they have to be out anyway. Sure. You know, they, could, they can run half a day out and then uh, send her off and head on back and report that they at least made it half a day out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's safely sent back. And uh, how are you and Roar going to go about this this unveiling and whipping up of the dwarves then, Fandral? Do you wait for the sign and, and get, get everyone ready and then reveal what to do? Or do you have a sort of a preamble before that happens? A little rally or something. Well, no, you know, I, you, you, you got, you're going to have to have beer before we do that. <laughs> well, you don't have a whole lot of beer, so... I know, but it's like your last beer before you're going to battle. That's true. Everyone gets a fourth pint. <laughs> a quarter of a pint. <laughs> well, we're emptying barrels at that point. Yes. <laughs> well, I think we want to wait till we're ready to go. You don't want to give them too much time to think about it. Yeah. I mean, there's some rumor making already since you have uh, men 
preparing stuff oh, yeah. in the Western tunnels. Uh, but nobody is really sure what's going on. It could just be preparations for an eventual something else. Um, well, the fact that we haven't made any forward progress for a week should be raising some questions unto itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was the poisoning of the, of the prince. I mean, he could be recuperating, too. True, true. You hold on, then, and um, wait for the signal. That's yeah. what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I guess he meets with a scout, then, and the scout returns uh, goes, yeah, everything is ready. The, 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 you know, the revel is underway. We should, um, we should have maybe a couple of hours. All right. Then we'll gather up all the dwarves and get everybody organized and get the troll killers all organized with their, with their spears. <laughs> Sort of looking at him like, no, what, what are we supposed to do? Got to be a few seasoned veterans in that in this group, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of them are clearly gnawing their beards and looking very uh, like, ah, oh, shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> when they see the boar spears being handed out, they're going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> some of them going, saw that coming, saw that coming. <laughs> All right, well, you know, I'm sure. Most of you knew that some action was coming up. We've been preparing now for several days. This is a chance for great dwarven glory. We're going to strike at the goblins and kill their chieftain. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's a a, a tiny wave of of, uh, of, um, accord and appreciation and and, uh, yay. But, uh, you know, then they're sort of eyeing the spears. (laughs) You've never used boar spears on goblins? (laughs) You wouldn't want to get a nasty scratch. (laughs) What, is that flint helping? (laughs) (laughs) Not really. (laughs) It's Todd being snarky. (laughs) And that's different how? (laughs) (laughs) We were well prepared for this. We've scouted out the ways and we've got our entry and exit to the goblin hold down out and covered. We have the spears on the slight chance that there are any uh, of the larger denizens of the caves in here. Most of those are, are pretty dumb. You, They almost jump onto your spear. We'll be fine. <laughs> we softened up the uh, resistance uh, with a little subterfuge. Yes. Yeah, many of the, the, the goblins... Uh, I mentioned it to the prince. Many of the goblins should be uh, drunk, and we've seen that their beer has been spiked, so they should have been rendered insensible. Yes, yes, okay. Uh, that gets a murmur of uh, yes. Approval. Good, good, good. Yes, approval. Yes. So, gird your loins, boys. We go into battle and glory. Ha-ha! Says Roar. And uh, let's make that a an oratory test. Right. Okay. I'll I'll give you an advantage die for stuff, the preparation stuff, and you can certainly fork in stuff like command, maybe goblin wise or falsehood. If if if, <laughs> if you have that, it's a difficulty level here. The obstacle. Obstacle four versus what you have. Let's see. You you're down one die because of the the wound. Uh, how how long is it going to take me to get rid of that? Weeks. 
But, well, I wouldn't quote-unquote waste Persona right now, maybe, but uh, you could spend one and alleviate that one die. Ooh, this no. test, if you will, if you want to. Now, can I assist? My new skill, of course, persuasion, I can do that through when we're passing the beers out. Sure, you want to help? Help. Yeah, definitely help, yes. And it's, only means- a B2, it's only a B2, so you only get one die, but still. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Any, anything, Simmer- Fli- anything Flint wants to add? Well, certainly, uh, rumor-wise, uh, mixed in with a little bit of goblin-wise that I'm learning, uh, I'll let loose, you know, secretively, uh, you know, it's just like, yeah, we got these goblins uh, totally snowed under. They're not going to know what's going to hit them. So the prince is a freaking tactical genius. <laughs> All right. So that in that case... Long fall. (laughs) That in that case, for both Oldkill and Flint, are going to be, I think, challenging tests, right? I only got a B two, so yeah, it's going to be challenging for me. Force persuasion, yeah. I've I've got a B three for rumor wise. How many successes are needed? Okay, uh, after this, you need one more routine test to raise rumor wise. Okay. So what is my lovely obstacle for rumor-wise here? Uh, you don't test. You're helping. But you do oh, get okay. a uh, challenging test to record for rumor-wise. Ah, ah, ah. Okay. Okay. So okay, I can fork in command. Yes. Uh, strategy. Uh, if Yes. If you go over strategy with them, and you kind of did. Yes. Yes. Persuasion? Um, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> You can, this is more telling than convincing. Yeah. This is what's going to happen, and we have them beat. It's not, you know, uh, wouldn't you oh, love oh. to go beat some goblins? <laughs> and, and I end on a uh, dwarven war song. Oh, you lead them all? Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you sure that's wise? On the other hand, they've been loud all, all this while, so, uh, yeah, whatever. hi ho so working singing. <laughs> now, now here, here's you know where, where you get the little role playing bit in. As you're singing the war song, instead of it getting louder and more riotous, it gets quieter and quieter, and everyone gets hushed and has to listen in at the end. And stealthily we move into the goblin caves. Is that the Dwarven War song? <laughs> well, what I'm saying, though, is you, you know, normally how you get them ramped up and ready to charge in the battle, ah, yeah. screaming and shouting, yeah. but it, 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 but instead you you weave it so that it, it's we're amped up and sneaky. Yes. Uh, At least that's how I'm imagining it playing in my head. Yeah, it could be more like a, a calm uh, song slash reci- recitation, right? Sure. This is the way we slice the throat. Slice the throat. Slice. The throat. <laughs> That's <laughs> the <laughs> goblin song, okay? It's off the floor we go. So I can imagine that the uh, the bards uh, there along with with us are. We have that bards. You know that. You're all right. They're just up. not good bards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the good bards. in the tavern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are guys that are desperate for a story to tell. <laughs> and they've come to the right place. Yes, they have. Okay, so let's see. Given, uh, do you spend a persona then? I'm trying to save the persona for Okay, okay. Battle. So the, the, the base uh, oratory is four, and your forks were, let's see, uh, command, sing, and... Something else? Strategy. Strategy. And strategy. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, that's seven, and then you get one die each from uh, Ulfkel and Flint. So nine. Nine versus an obstacle of four. 
We can fail. I mean, we can make it. <laughs> Don't let the prophecy get you. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah. That was a rousing speech. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are ready to go kill some goblins. Yeah, I think they're they're all humming the song under their breath as they're sort of uh, <laughs> moving as one into the... Uh, I, I've got a, a meta question right now. Yes. Can you carry that forward somehow that these guys are so amped up and so focused on the mission? No, but uh, I'm not going <laughs> well. to add disadvantages because they were, uh, you know, opposed to it or uh, oh, okay. appreciate being told in the light last uh, minute and so on. Now, we are leaving behind some people to guard the, the camp- yes. encampment. Absolutely. I have to make a big decision. speech like that. Even the apprentices are ready for battle. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I stop and I, I, I put my hand out on Rory's chest. I know you want to go to lad, but you got to stay here. Someone's got to survive. Someone's got to last us out, just in case it goes wrong, <laughs> or something befalls so you, me. So you don't actually say someone's got to survive. You say if something befalls me, yes, yeah, yes. you need to carry on. I, I, sir, I'll, I'll do that. And he has this this little like uh, tear that he wipes away, uh, and he looks a bit like uh, yeah. Oh, I I just give him a big old dwarfy hug. <laughs> you do well, Rory. You do well. <laughs> I'll carry on your memory, sir. <laughs> For the ale <laughs> and the nog. <laughs> the nog must flow. And I make my life a, make my life a bit easier. I'm taking, I'm taking our problem with us. I'm sorry, John. I couldn't hear you. And I'm making you, and I'm making your life easier. I'm taking the problem with us, and you can see Galmar being being led by some of the apprentices. Ah, maybe uh, do you have him in chains or uh, something? Or uh, we got apprentices with with their hammers and so forth. And he's I, he's not, I, I want him to be able to fight. I don't want him. Yeah. But I also don't want him to you know. Well, you know what? He, he doesn't actually look that opposed to the idea. And you have a sneaky suspicion that he might wish to take this opportunity to bolt somewhere. But, uh, you know, for now, right. he's totally with you. Stand in front of me. Like right? Keep an eye on him. <laughs> like that, he might even be holding out hope for redemption. <laughs> I, oh, that, that's that's the kind of speech that you sit there and you make into a movie. <laughs> yeah, nine successes. <laughs> you can convince a god. <laughs> Hopefully, we have. Yeah, wait a second. I'll spend a fate point and open up those sixes. <laughs> Save those fate. Convince the universe to aid you. <laughs> convince the, the goblin, but it's good for them to die. <laughs> you, know, you sound so fierce. We're just going to surrender. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you know, you take your apprentices into the ranks and, uh, you know, maybe you're 70 strong or something like that presently, if you leave some folks behind. Holy catch, you have that many apprentices? Well, no, 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 no. I mean no. all of you. Oh, 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 the, the whole company. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, you know, to help, I, I seek out, yeah, I look, I look out Scully. Where, where, where did you need us? Well, I... I'll I'll take all of you and I'll will will take up the the um the northern uh the the, the northern contingent northern contingent and uh, you'll help us take down the troll uh, handler. How about that? 
I think a few Drew dwarves, including Ufkels, who are like, you know, have now got to go change your armor. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, no, it has during speech. And I was like, okay, we'll do our best. He hands over one or two of the spears. <laughs> just in case. I, but quickly and quietly, and it'll go just fine. Yeah, I, I got two spears. So I look at one of the spears. I, I take one of the spears, and I look around and hold it up for one of the other, someone else to take it. I, oh, it'd be perfect if you know who takes it. <laughs> you are bound and determined to get him killed, aren't you? <laughs> You're going to die like a heroic dwarf, damn it. <laughs> as final part of the uh, preparation, Flint will go inspect as many of the dwarves as he can get his hands on to make sure that they are stealthy as possible. Okay. Yeah, he'll, he'll have like a bundle of leather thongs and be tying this down and tying that down. Ooh, just, thongs. Tying stuff down. <laughs> Flint, yeah, he, 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 he's focused. Told them to gird their loins. <laughs> Basically using my stealthy knowledge yes. to bolster the party. I'll work that into what comes next. But now, at this present juncture, is a perfect time to amend any beliefs you uh, may have or may wish to change if you haven't. Like, for instance, if uh, Fandral, if you want to earn some persona, like you could add uh, keep the the other dwarves alive or uh, at least, yeah, that to your oaths. That's, you know, if you succeed in that, shouldn't be too hard. That's two persona that you could earn after this thing, right? right? Or if you have some other uh, agenda, I'm completely open to that. I think Flint is good. It's all about de- dethroning the Goblin Chief, yeah. getting your ring. <laughs> and looks like I'm getting mine. I'm leading my princess into battle. Yes. Of course, you're not in <laughs> battle yet, but, but uh, not yet. you yeah. will lead them momentarily. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if I think about it, some of these princes have already tasted Goblin blood. Have they? Yeah, remember when we I don't first remember that brew. <laughs> Way back when we slaughtered a bunch of when we were That was you and uh Thruri's band. Remember? Oh that's right. You circled yeah. up some Of course I'm a former foot soldier, so yes, yeah. I have some experience out in battle. The majority of your apprentices have not. Um yeah. <laughs> You gotta get bloodied sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Wilson <laughs> walk strutting about, swaggering about before the, the, the shaky apprentices with his hammer over his shoulder saying just that. <laughs> oh, the keg in his, in his hand, of course. No, not the keg, the gods, the tankard. The war tankard. <laughs> For war sips. Drink up, lads. Today's well, a good day to ever, die. Did you ever see the uh, war tankard image I made? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that an axe? Yes, but if you look at the head, it's a tankard. It seems structurally... You can screw and unscrew the uh, haft at the bottom. From that angle, you can't see where it would connect in. But seriously, the uh, the whole metal tankard adds so much more mass to the uh, blow with the axe head. Yes, and it's not ponderous at all, or spills ale in the, in the course of its swings. <laughs> it's got a lid! <laughs> I mean, you could harvest and drink blood right in the middle of battle if you were so <laughs> I prefer the ones you can hold in your hand and use and, and the punch with. It's got a handle. Just... So did I hear something from Dirk? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, had, uh, I must ensure Flint survives the attack on the goblin so he may recover the goddamn crest. Thank you. Okay. How about Ulfkel? <laughs> <laughs> 
He's got a thing yeah. for himself. Yeah. Same, same, for same thing, basically. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, you are you are drawing near in a a pitter patter of tiny dwarf booty booted feet, passing your various traps and countermeasures to to uh, things going terribly right. Don't touch and every everyone is setting themselves up uh, according to plan. And this Dirk is a strategy test for you to see if you can get them to uh, act according to plan. All right. What's the obstacle? The obstacle is going to be four. Now, because you have laced the beer, and because you have ample maps, and because you have, uh, well, that's it really, I'm going to lower it to two. So it's an obstacle two strategy test to do this according to plan and quietly. No kill like overkill. Oh, no, 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 no. We could overkill this even some more. Can I fork in my stealthy? Yes, you can. You, I was, I was I, going. That's what I was going <laughs> to suggest. You, you can totally help with stealthy, which means you should get a routine stealthy test. Hmm. Oh, how convenient! I can see, I can see him uh, forking in his command. Do you, do we have a even a, just a basic map of the of the layout thanks to? Uh, uh, Flint's, uh, Flint's, uh, scouting? Well, a uh, amended maps that you already had, yes. So you might be able, you might be able to convince GM that you're forking cartography. Oh, I like that. Sure. On the other hand, I already lowered the, uh, obstacle for, um, yeah. Yeah. That's true. having maps, so. If I said there's no kill like overkill. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I can toss in there? Uh, well, uh, do you have command as a skill yet? No, I, I just have course persuasion. <laughs> but you know what? I I'd be fine with you helping with course persuasion since you're you're sort of nudging the the apprentices and uh, doing the old fist to the the chin sort of this will go great. <laughs> Don't worry, lad. <laughs> Slap shit. <Aye>. <laughs> now remember when you swing swing up in between the legs that takes the goblins out quick as quick as anything. So that would be a routine test. No, it wouldn't. It, two for two. That's. Difficult. Okay. Hey, that's not bad. So, uh, let's see. One die each from, uh, your fellow dwarves, and you had forks from... Command! There you go. So that's seven, then. Aha. I guess two. Shouldn't be too hard. Should. You never know. <laughs> We've rolled bad before. Like that. Well, <laughs> it squeaks, it squeaks by. Yes. That is a two. <laughs> time to get the traders out early. <laughs> is okay. that worth as well as bird of fate on that, or? Uh, it's superfluous. I mean, there's no graduated uh, result for having more successes. But hey, you succeeded. So, mm-hmm. like uh, a machine, the you know the various dwarven retinues sneak uh, down into the cavern where you know this reek is just overwhelming. This goblin reek where. The vast majority of tiny goblins are just completely out of it. Uh, you know, they're, they're sprawled in, in cumuli of flesh and vomit and their commanders, their whip masters, so to speak, they're sort of sprawled nearby, either completely out of it or in a sort of half stupor. So when you sort of pass them by, you just knock them on the head and they collapse. Uh, <laughs> sentries they had had nipped of the beer as well, so they were sort of sluggish enough that you could sneak up upon them, hammer them well, and then just simply pass them by without uh, a problem. The troll handler, surprised, taken down, no worries, and 
coalescing from the various points, you you then move upon um, the the troll skin pavilion, which is really just a, a crevice in the very far back of the cavern where you know the the troll skin drapes have been set up to sort of uh, make a yes a sort of yeah, apartment. There we go, eagles. <laughs> Palatial estate of the goblin chiefdom. Yes. <laughs> Well, think about it, though he's you know they're using troll skins, which is a big big message to the trolls: stay away from here. <laughs> <laughs> the trolls, by the by, they're all sort of snoozing in these great stinking heaps in a, a pen that is kind of in, in a depression in the cavern, and it's just uh, it's fenced in with what you presume are troll bone. They're not getting out any, you know, anytime soon and not easily, and you were too quiet anyway, so uh, no one is aroused. Okay, but you descend upon the abode of Grok Blood of Moon, the king of the goblins, the eastern goblins, western, western goblins. I keep mixing them up. See, have we seen Weasel at all? Oh, right. Uh, I keep forgetting. <laughs> if I hadn't seen Weasel, I, I, I would get really suspicious at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I've simply forgot. He showed up prior. I mean, he showed up to say, hey, uh, it's on. You know, you have so and so many hours. Uh, and then he w- awaited you to arrive into the proper tunnels, and then he went with you. So he's uh-huh. there with you. Amongst you, and he's you know getting seriously antsy because you know he can see everything is going according to plan, and he's just leering and smiling and tittering to himself in that loathsome way. Um, yeah. There are a few dwarves sitting around him who are just fingering their hammers or axes, looking at him. <laughs> yes, because they didn't make a they didn't swear any oaths. <laughs> okay, so you know he he uh, he goes ah. Vulnerable now. We go to his pavilion and kill him. Yes, yes. In his vulnerables. <laughs> <laughs> Stab him in his vulnerables, yes. Uh, and as you approach, you know, uh, stepping beside and, and in between the various uh, goblin extremities and uh, in their sort of uh, stupor. I don't know where I, I was going with that. <laughs> you, you approach and gain the pavilion. And uh, yeah, crack uh, I I want kill uh, I want kill Grack, but uh, dwarfies can watch, yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, maybe Grack not uh, quite sleep here. Here uh, and tough, tough goblin. Um, uh, prince, prince, maybe prince or or fat fat dwarf. Join, or maybe uh, a few of uh, men, uh, just in case. Well, the fat dwarf actually is probably over with the, by the trolls and stuff like that right now, though. Well, you, you have kind of left it to... Um, Lots of the scoli. Yes. Yeah. And after all, the prince wants to make sure your height is intact. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to be part of the final... Oh, all right. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Grab the fat dwarf and flint and... <laughs> all right, so the, the quartet... Big the Dread board. Quartet part the um, the trollskin flap or whatever uh, into the final dwelling, and you enter this reeking, fairly roomy crevice draped over with this uh, skin, and there, you know, it's smoky inside, and and uh, clearly it's lit with 
dung fires, and so on. I was uh, just going to say, so we're like in the ass crack of goblin society. <laughs> yes, at the very and you height. you dung fire. You were at the very height of the ass crack. Just <laughs> <laughs> below the tramp stamp. <laughs> uh, there are, you know, shapes of the bodies of, of Grak's personal guard are sprawled inside. Uh, some of them are completely out. Others are sort of rolling to and fro in a semi-stupor, uh, but completely too gone to actually realize anyone's there. A quick camera to care of them. <laughs> do you do so? Mm. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm the impulsive type. <laughs> if you're meticulous, you'd have to spend an hour setting up yeah. the, in the right spot. <laughs> I have a meticulous crosshair on the forehead. <laughs> yeah, I have a meticulous. I, I would first look over at the prince and going, you know, make make a wacky motion with the with the hammer. <laughs> Goblin whack a mole. In a, in, in a minute, just a minute. <laughs> okay. Centrally, over this uh, at this ever so slight days of sorts, there is this throne. Clearly jumbled together uh, from bone and bits of barrels uh, and uh, bits of stone and such. Uh, and upon it, sort of sprawled sideways, is this massive goblin. We're talking seven feet. Sinewy, rangy, has a bit of a paunch. He slumped sort of sideways with his sinister, scarred-up face in the vice of a, of a thumb and forefinger. You know, his lids are just drooping, uh, and uh, the other hand is just leaning over the uh, over a knee with a, a cup that's just uh, occasionally spilling its contents. And it looks nothing like David Bowie. Bowie. I, I don't get that reference, damn it. Oh, uh, Labyrinth. The movie Labyrinth. Oh, no, no, sorry. More, He's more not like back. Marlon Brando in uh, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> so sure, maybe, maybe, maybe a little slimmer, but still paunchy. <laughs> <laughs> Not all like the one from The Hobbit, the movie. Oh, no, he doesn't have any, you know, uh, saggy, tumor-esque stuff. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he has, you know, filthy furs, and he has this really ill-fitting male shirt that's clearly made for someone two feet his inferior. So it's sort of arriving slightly over his belly button. <laughs> and he has this, what you presume are, is tad troll skin in a sort of belt with strips like uh, Greek turgies with hammered bits of metal. It looks really awful. Like it, it probably has a practical use, but you know, no dwarf will be caught dead anywhere near that. It's like, who did that? An apprentice on the first day of year seven in in artificer school or whatever. Any, you know, any goblin mate, uh, females? I'm not sure if uh, they're mixed that. and matched inside. Uh, I mean, it's tough to tell in the first place, but some of them are are goblin females. At his feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I sprawled about the height, whatever. Dressed provocatively for goblins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, having us throw up in the middle of this is not going to be, not going to be stealthy. <laughs> just, because he's a bad, just because you mentioned it, I think it's hilarious. There's one of them, a fairly small one, just sprawled by his feet in this elaborate uh, human-made red dress that's clearly made for a, a queen or something. That's just It's just sullied beyond belief. This is not a gold bikini. <laughs> 
Okay, so Grok is just almost exploding in satisfaction. <laughs> this lonesome, teetering, subtly teetering. You know, weasel. If you if you've seen bits of of the History Channel's Vikings show and uh, Gustav Skarsgård's character, where he's just going <laughs> when he's laughing, it's just, he's holding it back, but he can't stop himself from just giggling in this yeah lonesome way. Anyway, uh, and he he uh, looks at the pins and goes, ah, "I will go up and cut his throat, and and it will all be over." Uh, I just got a bad feeling about this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Take a fate point, old girl. <laughs> fate point for the future or fate point now? Now, uh, well, future really. Uh, I should be saying you're eligible in the future. Anyway, so Grok approaches the throne in this sort of teetering, hunched over, uh, his loathsome head thrust forth between his shoulders, uh, and he, you know, unsheathes the long human-made sword. As he's almost there, Croc begins to laugh, just laugh uproariously, and he shoots to his feet, and... Now, (laughs) Wolfgirl. Your uh, bastard weasel friend just goes... And Grok brings, brings out this whip, and he just cracks it over your ally's head, and he bellows something to the tune of, Back on your haunches, maggot! And, uh, of course, he does just so. He just collapses in a heap of whimpering, sobbing regret, hands over his head. The sword clatters onto the ground. And all about you, the various revelers... Oh, as soon as he's getting up, I'm just charging him with my axe. Ah, fantastic. Okay. <laughs> so you're already on the way. Yeah. Meanwhile, I said now, Wolfgel. That's basically yes. when I... <laughs> so you're rushing him. Okay. So as Bastard Weasel is, is uh, weaseling on the floor, you're rushing. And Flint is there as well, I presume? Absolutely. But yeah. uh, more likely, I, I will be acting as shield man. And if one of the goblin bodyguards are coming in from yeah. the side, I will cut him low. They are I got all... Thinking, I got thinking, yeah, I got thinking, we're turning around. Rising. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, we're turning around. I think we're hearing fighting outside right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something in my dwarven sensibilities that says, finally, I, I was getting tired of all this skullduggery. <laughs> <laughs> you know dwarves, you know, resigned to death. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's a possibility, but we'll see how it goes. So Fandor is actually charging the the uh, Goblin King on his own, the seven-foot-tall giant goblin who's standing on a plinth of sorts, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go for the funerals. Hit him in the mid-drift. That's right. In between the bikini hit and hit. Actually, if, if anything like humans, anything any, any, anywhere in the crotch, you'll hit, you'll hit a major artery and they'll just bleed to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's seven foot tall. It might take him a while, though. So, I think how we're going to do this is, uh, depending a little on what your various intents are, what do you want to do, Dirk? I'm charging him and attempting to cleave him in half with my axe. Aha! And what are the various intents of Todd and John? And, and at the same uh-huh. time, well, this goes with my instincts of talking in combat. I'm mm-hmm. yelling, death to the goblins! <laughs> <laughs> 
Not that I think the people outside will be able to do anything to help us, but... I want them to help themselves. Uh, my goal is to actually have the princess back, because I don't want him getting getting stuck in the back by some bastard goblin. Okay, so you, <laughs> Absolutely. Want, you want to safeguard the prince from the other goblins, and that's yes. what Tor wants to do as well? Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to form the uh, dwarven hedgehog maneuver, you know, <laughs> be, and, and I'll be back to back to back, you know, <laughs> fighting off the goblins. Well, not exactly back but my weapon's two-handed. With appropriate safety distances applied, of course. <laughs> and I'm sure your helmet is padded. Hey, you can thrust with it. <laughs> it's a hammer. Yeah, yeah, you okay. can still you thrust, can thrust with it. It'll hurt. <laughs> I savagely poke him. <laughs> All right. In that case, I'm going to divide it up. So Fandor's going to have his personal little bloody verses, and you guys are going to have your own little bloody verses with a different intent. Okay? Uh, right? Yep. Hey, let's see how Fandral does. So what I want from Fandral is a, declar- a declaration of what... Well, you're using axe, right? Clearly. Yeah. Can you think of any um, forks that you might use to your advantage now that you're dashing up? Well... I'm going to give you other bonuses since we're using so, bloody verses. You but, can take, uh, like, armor and shield to uh, leverage a brawl. If you, you had brawling, that would be cool. By bra- a fray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. So you have your axe skill, but uh, uh, proper uh, knowledge and use of armor and shield, there, there's more than just wearing it and hanging there like a dead slab. Uh, yeah. First of all, I don't think Fandral uh, has a shield, does he? No. But you're certainly uh, getting bonuses for your armor. I'm dwarven mail. Yes, totally. I'm just going to give you a hefty three die bonus to defense, just for the armor. So how Bloody Versus works is you take your dueling skill, right, which in this case would be axe, and you divide it between attack and defense. Uh, and you get bonuses for various things, like uh, if you have a versus armor type weapon, and I do believe you do, have a good weapon against armor, and he has scanty armor, so that's that should be fine. A bonus die, because it's a fine dwarven axe, right? Yes, absolutely. And you can add that to to uh, attack or defense as you wish. Let's see. Uh, you're pretty much equal for reflexes and anything like that. So it's it's really up to you to consider if you have any forks or if you wish to maybe levy greed. You know, yeah. power. Yeah, and you know the chart for what I'm, how far I'm. Oh, uh, I think you agree to six, right? Yeah. B six. If you want to avoid a uh, big type. I should check your greed, actually, to make sure that it's not on the cusp of moving up. Okay, no. So if you want to keep it routine, you could you could add up to four dice with a persona point uh, and still keep it routine. So that would mean that greed wouldn't advance. All right. But now it's right on the cusp. And, of course, you can add those to attack, defense, whichever you prefer. All right. I think the only thing I could possibly try to fork in would be intimidation. Mm, sure, sure, yeah. Ah, now you're trapped in here with me, you, and you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> this gnat of a dwarf comes running up. <laughs> but he's loud! <laughs> yes. That's his instinct in combat. Absolutely brilliant, delightful, yes. You should have pretty much your axe, which is five presently, plus your four greed dice which is nine, so that's your pool presently. And then you get a bonus for having a, an appropriate weapon and three dice for defense for your armor. Yeah, nine 
to divide over attack and defense with an extra for attack and three extra for defense. How do you want to play this? I should have ten, right? Ah, uh, you should have thirteen, but you should have nine dice that you can actually divvy to attack and defense. Yeah, so, okay, so I start uh, out with one in attack because of my weapon and three in defense because of my armor. Yes. Seven attack, six defense. Ooh, okay. <laughs> That's exactly what he has. <laughs> oh, king versus prince. Yes. <laughs> On the bright side, he can't add any of his uh, goblin hench folk. Indeed. They are busy. We're helping, see? <laughs> How many, How many uh, Arthur can I spend on this? Uh, you can spend, I think you spent one, one to the, tap the greed. greed, and then two more Persona if you have them. But I would maybe save one Persona in case you just, you know, if I roll a fluke and you get a mortal wound, that would be really annoying. Yeah, Prince um, died. Yeah, then maybe we'll I throw in one more Persona <laughs> defense. I'm sorry, one more Persona to defense, yes. So 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so you approach him, roaring castigations and waving your axe, and he meets you with uh, the crack of his whip to keep you at a distance, and he swings this axe that he unslungs from a loop in his belt. I mean, clearly he's taller than you, he has longer legs, he he's just annoyingly limber. Get right in his defense and chop him in. Yes. <laughs> Please write if this is attack or defense so we can compare them. Attack first here, and we'll spend a fate to reroll the six. Excellent. Yay. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Okay, so five attack successes and defense. And he'll throw another fate to open that six. Fantastic. Oh. Five. Okay. Five and five. Okay. Let's see what your execrable opponent can manage. Okay, now he has two sixes, and since he's using hatred instead of his axe skill, those are open-ended. And (laughs) nothing. <laughs> so a paltry and a whip, a, whip a guy in dwarven mail. That's ridiculous. Well, it's more to keep you at a distance, right? And to make you flinch just... so he can attack with his exploitative axe um, uh, stuff. But he's really just awful with that. Let's see what he does for defense. One, two, three, four, five, and a six. Five. His attack fails to <laughs> hurt you, and alas, your attack fails to hurt him. I, I guess you leap about for a space, and, you know, he keep, keeps cracking the whip and trying to hit you with the, the lonesome blackened uh, head of his axe and keeps missing. Yeah, what, what's Fandral's um, attacks looking like? Well, I guess he goes and goes swinging for his midriff, and obviously he's able to suck in his gut. And <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So no intestines flying around and getting in the way. <laughs> Okay, neither side hits. This titanic struggle leads to a deadlock. No wounds are suffered. The side with the most most defense successes decides what happens next. Well, I think you're equal in defense successes, so I'll bandy it over to you. Do you want to go another round of fighting, or do you want to have a fort te- versus test to outlast him, or a power versus test to subdue him in, in more of a, a, you know, close quarters thing, or a speed versus test to escape, or do you want to call it a draw? Let's see. We could try fort. Okay, to outlast him. Uh, his fort and his power, none of them are open-ended, so uh, there's uh, at least a higher chance that you might be able to open-end sixes for yourself. True, true. So how does this work, then? 
It's a straight fort versus or power versus. Depends, uh, it depends on if you want to outlast him or if you want to get in close and just uh, lock him down. Right, better go with my fort. Okay. Then nothing, you can't fork anything in then, right? Uh, fork? No. And it's not really a helping situation either since you, you guys are busy with, um, the yeah. rest of them. I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So five dice then versus five dice pretty much. Well, I can tell you this. You're not in any danger of actually getting hurt anymore. This is more about outlasting him. So, you know, he'll start to pant and then collapse, or you will start to pant and collapse. Was I in danger of increasing my greed if I tap it again here? (laughs) You know, actually, you can tap it as many times you want, really, up to four, since you need difficult and uh, challenging, or difficult or challenging, really, to advance. Then let's do that. I I just have to throw a tangent, because I... It's on my tongue and I can't get rid of it. You can tap greed as much as you want in Grack's restaurant. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm better now, but I just had to get it out. Because I need those dice. I need those extra four. Yes, you do. <laughs> he wants to be king. <laughs> four dice? Okay. Because uh, I'm curious about the timing. Yep. If I can say things that would possibly influence this ongoing battle, can I inter- introduce those? Well, uh... Let me tell you what I want to do, and then you sure. tell me if it'll have impact. Yes, yes. I want to use my command skill to get that sniveling weasel to pick up a sword and fight with the prince. Uh, okay, I'll... Fuck, I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, sure. It's fun. So, uh, let's do that. Get your pony ass off the ground! Grab that sword and fight if you want to be a king! <laughs> ah! That's conspicuous, commanding. All right, uh, let's make that an obstacle free command. Yeah. Well, that's going to be hard to do with a B two command skill, uh, <laughs> which is what Arthur is for. Yes, you know because uh, this is going to help the prince to wear down the, the Goblin King. I will dump. See, I have four persona. Yeah, we'll dump two in into it. Okay. So give me. 4d6. Uh, I'm only learning goblin-wise, so I can't fork that, correct? Do you have anything else? Do you have intimidation? Of course I do. I have intimidation. Or I will. You know, famous <laughs> galvanizing words. <laughs> well, I, I fork in intimidation. Yes. Because, hey, I am intimidating, and at this current time, I am taller than he is. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dice gods, be good. Yes! I, oh, I, I, wow. I jam a spine into that goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see him, like, pick up that human sword and hold it like a torch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to um, change the um, change the, the equation. Yes, he just flies up, uh, you know, with a roar of, Crack will be king! <laughs> I thought his name was, I thought Greg was king. Uh, well, yes, well... You we'll know, he's king. adult, okay? Maybe he's gonna be Grack the second. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> no, it turned out. You don't have to change the stationery. <laughs> Maybe he's Grack Jr. Uh, so is that another yeah. difficult? Because it was... Uh, uh, let's see, uh, you added two Persona, so don't, those don't count. So we're talking three dice versus an obstacle of three, so yes, that is difficult. I got way too many of those. I just needed a routine command. <laughs> you need two... Give me, give me yes. some... Uh, Yes. Give me some some uh, apprentices, damn it. <laughs> Somebody I can uh, browbeat. Okay, so yay, I did my thing. I helped. I helped the prince. I'm helping. 
Right. Yes, yes. Okay, now, <laughs> for the fourth then, I'll have your goblin quote-unquote ally tap his hatred, since he's now fired up by Flint, and that will give you two uh, helping dice, Vandral. Yay! Oh, I hate him. So should bring me to eleven. The goblin, you know, you have, all goblin has to do is look where he lives and who he hangs out with. <laughs> hate that just happens. <laughs> it means he has at least a minimum of six hate. <laughs> Seven, actually. Yes. Seven. Oh wow! Enough hatred that he wants to overthrow the goblin. <laughs> I got eleven, right? Uh, you, you have five, and then four from, uh, that's nine, and then two more from him. Yes. Eleven. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that's six. Six. A- above average is good for this die roller. <laughs> <laughs> so see what, uh, what, uh, what crack rolls. Uh, okay, let's see. Five, e six, and hope for sixes, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> He did drink some of the ah, so, uh, to him and batter him down. Yes, uh, uh, you know, even though he, he catches uh, your ally Bastard Weasel by the neck with his whip and sort of whips him about, and he's tugging at the whip himself, and, you know, he, he just starts to sweat and pout, pant, and, yeah, you just barrel him down. Meanwhile... <laughs> Gondor! No, wrong, wrong, wrong place. <laughs> Marl! <laughs> Uh, I got a wonderful hammer skill of two. I'm sorry, three stat. I'm gonna say let let's have Ulf kill test, and we'll have Flint aid or help rather. So I have hammer of three, armor of three. If I remember to put the vest in, the, the light mail vest, vest I fixed up, so I have that for defense. Uh, then that should give you two more dice. Um, yes. I don't know if, if my reputation as Spider Breaker of Ma would, would even play into this. In a verbal something? I've taken that face bigger than you! <laughs> I broke a spider! A giant spider! You know. Well, they have more legs. Um, target rich environment. <laughs> Sadly, though, I can't use intimidation because I'm still learning to intimidate people. Properly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally going to add Flint's bonus to his axe, since uh, that is a good quality axe. And one die from his axe, since he's using the axe. And uh, I think you have a pretty decent versus armor weapon, your hammer, right? Well, it's it's, it's not a dwarf hammer, but it's... Uh, Still doesn't matter if you have a gambus on it. It'll hurt just as... It goes through two points of armor, so... Ow! Rather, it yeah. increases the obstacle for their armor by two, which is bad enough. It's totally, totally unpleasant. Hammer, but you know, I'm also the tongs kind of person too. So because it's since it's two-handed, it means it's big enough that I can also I can also do things such as kick people. Yes. And and since I'm not too tall, I'm kicking in places that will hurt. So I can fork in my brawling for another die. Oh yes, you're the dwarf that has brawling. (laughs) Yes. We're too honorable to sit there and kick in the jewels, but no. For base, you have your three hammer. You have two dice from uh, Flint, so that's five. You have bonus four versus armor, uh, Mm -hmm. and you have two dice for mail. And I'm going to be generous and add a a die for for Flint's armor as well. Uh, die for brawling. Yeah, right, right. So uh, that makes the base uh, six instead. Six instead with two attack bonuses and three defense bonuses. Oh, the bonuses are extra dice, right? Yes. 
I, I, I sort of divvy it up, though, right? Yes. Right now it's two, three, two attack, three uh, defense, but you can add from your six points as you wish. Perhaps with a counsel from <laughs> Flint. If I do it, two more to defense, and then the remaining four to offense, they'll actually give me uh, six, five. Six offense and five defense. That's respectable for Beermeister. <laughs> <laughs> with a little help from his friends. I mean, yeah. <laughs> So you want me to roll those off right now, or...? Yes, uh, one at a time, attack, and then defense. Yeah, 66. Ooh, uh, I am mean, spending a fate. Fantastic. It's only two attack, five D6 defense. Ooh. That explains why you, you uh, didn't <laughs> hurt on him. You're too busy protecting your precious beard. <laughs> <laughs> I think I will spend a fate just to, so I have a higher... Oh, Ow. so... So I have five defense and only two offense. That is a fate spent on Hammer. Now. So, what do they do to me? (laughs) (laughs) It's not that kind of game. They're clearly helping each other, and that uh, gives them five. Let's see. Forking and brawling, maybe. So six. And they have a bonus for longer weapons, since they're taller than you. And one for stride, since they're, well, taller than you. (laughs) So I'm going to make it four, four, because I'm annoying. Yeah. <laughs> this is their attack. Two successes. You completely blunt that. And this is their defense, which is two. They don't have any feints since they're mooks. What was your attack? Two? Yeah. Okay, so again, a titanic struggle. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have the most defense successes, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. I say it too. So decide. Do you want to fort outlast them? Do you want to start wrangling them right and left with power, or would you like to uh, escape with speed, or call it a draw? I thought it's my best stat. Uh, Remember that uh, Flint can help you with this. Yeah. I actually think I would outlast them. Alright, so uh, a helping fort to die from uh, Flint, it's a fort versus test them. So that's going to give me uh, 5 plus 2 plus uh, an extra dice, so 6 six dice. Okay, 66. Ooh, I'm spending a fate. 3 at least, and then fate... Ah, oh, three, okay. Yeah, it's uh, three. Uh, they have five helping, so five D6. Oh! Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. That's four. <laughs> so. Being pushed back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you fight valiantly, and, and Flint turns back to scream at, uh, at uh, the goblin, and uh, as you do, you're kind of overwhelmed, and they push you back, and you press back, and they push you back, and then you just. Give. They uh, take hold of you uh, with, uh, you know, uh, brawny arms and teeth and so forth. Just as on the other side of the uh, throne, the same scene is unfolding, only now Fandra is holding the Goblin King. <laughs> so the, the Goblin King is taken down, but he's still not dead yet. No, he's just completely out of steam on the floor. Fandral uh, uh, is on top of him. Bastard Weasel is barreling down on him, uh, uncoiling the whip from his uh, neck. You guys are uh, overtaken by the goblin bodyguards and uh, held. Wait, 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 wait. I don't get to uh, use my formidable axe skills? You did, and then... Uh, oh, 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 so it's it like all the mooks were wrapped up in the one roll. Yes. You let, oh! You let Ofkul do the fighting rolls? I think... That was a mistake there. Fletcher. No, 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 no. Uh, it says in the rules, the slowest, dumbest, or quick, or, uh, you know, uh, the, the crappiest is the one to roll. And then the other ten. <laughs> ha! 
So that's well, I, I, that's what I get for turning my back to command that weasel to uh, move. Wolfkill, I was depending on you. <laughs> so as you're, you're uh, you know, caught in the snarling, yeah, the snarling grasps of, of the bodyguard, uh, and and Fandral has has taken stout hold of, of the fatigued Common King. We draw it's the a Mexican standoff. It's a Mexican standoff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We draw the curtain until next time. Yes. That is so evil. (laughs) (laughs) I love how the dice told us that it was going to be a a standoff to him. Yes. I think you are in store for some rewards, and you may need them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can I make a quick one adjustment on on my one belief before we award it? What do you have in mind? Drop the word glory. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Uh, hey, you know, they, they, they get some glory. You never know. Oh, yeah. You succeeded in in, uh, in sweeping <laughs> in and, and taking care of the, the troll handler. Yes. Yeah. Gloriously underhanded. I'm, I should maybe have tested you for that, but uh, whatever. Yeah. I think it's cool as it is. Oh, you totally played your beliefs. All of them. Uh, leading apprentices uh, into battle and glory against the goblins. Totally check. That's one fate for uh, Ulfkel. Uh, I don't see anything in particular other than that presently. But we'll get to more of them. Hopping over to Flint. You're totally getting the goblin uh, to do his thing, which will get you the ring. So uh, that's a fate. Uh, and you're certainly attempting to dethrone the goblin chief. So that is another fate. Two fates. Well, I, I would like to think that my command was pivotal in uh, that battle. <laughs> it was certainly helpful. Well, you did uh, roll only the requisite successes, come to think of it. So, yeah, it probably was. I will also award you a fate for protecting Fandral. As long as Fandral blazes a path for Dwarven glory, he has my axe. Absolutely. Yes. So, three fate there. I didn't really get you in trouble with instincts, and I, any traits didn't really push you in any unforeseen directions that I recall. I made sure we all had a drink first before we went. Yeah, but it didn't you get you into trouble, did it? No, I didn't. No. Uh, humor? Oh, totally. I, I, I'll, ha- I'll let you have one fate humor each. I still think I should be able to convert, like, ten fate into a, like, a ranged attack. <laughs> <laughs> fate bomb someone. <laughs> Uh, It'll come in handy eventually when I actually, you know, set aside some time in the week to go over, uh, say, dual awaits and such. Not that I'm necessarily espousing that we should have too much of that because it'll eat up more time than this. Um, and also, a duel of wits with goblins might be not much of a fight. <laughs> uh, don't say that. Oh no, don't say that. <laughs> okay, let's see. Hey, I should prep that for next time. Actually, two weeks. Yeah, that should be enough. It would be interesting to have a, a fun standoff duel of wits with the goblin bodyguard and yourselves. Actually, Just, you know, the trolls are in our command. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Okay, let's see. Right skill, right time. Oh, Fandral got that in spades with his strategy. We made it all the way to the encampment without a hitch. True, true. So, fate yeah. for Fandral? Yep. Absolutely. Let's see, uh, totally an embodiment persona for um, Fandral with the uh, speech. Heck, I'm giving all of you embodiment persona. That's one persona each. I mean, there are so many little bits, bits like uh, Ulfka getting his apprentices into shape and, and being mm-hmm. Ulfkel and uh, Flint getting the the, uh, the goblin to actually do something. Fantastic. Now, I don't see the goblin 
achieved the throne quite yet, but you're certainly on the way there. I'm totally saying that uh, the dwarves were r- properly rallied for facing the goblin leader and the goblins in general, so that's a, a persona point for Fandral. Good thing I, I phrased it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, maybe it's a little generous, but you need the, the Arthur, so I'm giving, giving, um, Ulfkeller persona for leading his, uh, apprentices into battling Lori. Yay! With some success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, guys, so, two persona awards. Workhorse, the most mm-hmm. relied upon in a given scenario. Uh, for the mundane stuff, having that piece of gear, having that skill to get the other characters safely through danger, and just generally slaving away behind the scenes to make it all work. You do tend to make this yeah. ensemble, but I, 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 I actually, I'm tending toward Fandral for that yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, but between, between his, uh, backup skills to his strategy, he had the right package to, to get the mission as far as it, ha- it has. All right. Yeah, cool. if, if anything, this has been more of a spotlight episode than normal for FanDuel. Yeah. Yep. Well, it was there's, a long time. There was this <laughs> long time coming, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> last two or three uh, sessions, uh, he was co- comic relief. Now he's getting back into stride. Uh, his <laughs> <in> stride. <laughs> so, yeah, FanDuel on that one. Yeah. Okay, and... Uh, MVP, then. You totally couldn't have done it without him. At all. Shining in the last moments. Well, if it's shining in the last moments... Drives the story to its conclusion. Shines in the last moments. Damn, mm-hmm. we couldn't have done it without him. Oh, I would say... I actually would say Flint and his rallying of the goblin of, of Weasel gave him the least help. I mean, that, that helped having an extra die. And I kept your sorry ass alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Goblins have bad I- breath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to take it if Dirk is willing to give it. Uh, see, I'm undecided because I, I, I don't like awarding myself stuff. I know I shouldn't and, chime in, really, but uh, if if I were asked, I would probably lean in favor of Vandral. Mm. Vandral does, then. Yeah, okay. Uh, lean away. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like you haven't, uh, you know, he, awarded both awards to the same dwarf before. Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clean. Yeah. yeah. After all, he's the man with the uh, wicked axe skills. <laughs> Single-handedly, handedly, uh, best of the seven-foot-tall goblin. Very princely stuff. Who's the prince with all the wicked axe skills? Oh, whatever. <laughs> we totally need a, a dwarf splo- exploitation uh, feature. <laughs> Haft. <laughs> 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 Shut your mouth! <laughs> <laughs> so yes, an, a, a, another uh, persona for uh, good dear Fandral. Yes, uh-huh. who's hopefully going to bargain wisely. <laughs> and you are totally on the cusp of getting deeds. Uh, this would totally be helping your goblin, uh, quote unquote, friend or phlegm, as it were. <laughs> Plagnum. <laughs> helping everybody who uh, lives near the goblins because we were replacing a big nasty goblin with kind of a smaller Weasleyer goblin. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's now proven to be a bit unreliable if you crack a whip over him? Right. <laughs> Making yeah. Nice. We remember that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but he, he's actually shown some spine. With yeah, a bit of help. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a kid who was bullied as a, as a child, but when he grows up, 
becomes even worse bully. Oh, yes. <laughs> All goblins. <laughs> Certainly <really>. a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for today. I had more fun than I expected to have. And Yay! I thought it came together pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Don't just love the plan comes together. <laughs> a cliffhanger ending is 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 great, especially when it's one you didn't plan for. Yes, I was actually uh, okay. I shouldn't drag this out really, but uh, I I was actually wondering what the hell I was going to do if if you got here early and then just demolished everything because it would have been interesting, you know. Had you failed the strategy, I could have let the trolls loose and and uh, you know stuff like that. It could have been. An interesting situation. But you I'm, let the trolls out. <laughs> <laughs> Who let the trolls out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we need we need a troll dancing chain for that one. <laughs> I can see it now. One of my apprentices right. Little known fact: uh, trolls oh, are musically inclined. <laughs> I can see it now. I, I can see we're being rescued by, by my apprentices with all of them running on the backs of the trolls like master blaster. <laughs> <laughs> That would be bizarre. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great session as usual. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Oh, by the way, fun. Uh, I don't know if, if you meant for this to be this way, Todd, but uh, you do know that, um, well, scoria is, is a, geo- uh, a geology term. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from a Latin uh, root, right? Score, which means... Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for making my day and scaring the dog. (laughs) Snoopy's looking at me like, what is wrong with you? Because you know, there's a dra- there may be a dragon living there. Of course, you know that's just a rumor. There's no dragon living there. <laughs> Shit deep is probably right right name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is too beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, a- a- any of you uh, Latin educated listeners who have been snickering the whole time? Thanks for not cluing us in. <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.